I actually don't have wax in my ears. I've always amazed the doctors when I was a kid. Nothing. New fact about Josh. He never has had wax in his ears. Had wax? <laughs> I mean, everybody's got some <laughs> wax, but... You just said you don't. I actually don't have wax in my ears. We unfortunately have not been graced with the presence here recording from uh, Josh Brewer in a little bit of time now. Uh, we did yeah. see him this morning ourselves. Personally, we had breakfast mm. with him, which yeah. I, I'm glad I did not put any money down on any bet going on this morning because <laughs> I would have lost that so hard. I, I So Aaron's like, okay, hey, let's uh, have breakfast because we're going to have a Mexican-themed cookout tomorrow. And... I was like, okay, I'll bring the tamales. And so Aaron's like, oh, let's go get barbacoa. So yeah. like, all right, cool. You know, and then he invites uh, Peter and he invites Josh along. And we're talking like, hey, what time? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, they open at seven. I'm like, okay. <laughs> to be there at seven? I'm like, geez, Louise. <laughs> no. Um, and so he's like, yeah, I told them, uh, Peter and Josh, I pick them up around seven. And then I was like, okay, I'll, I'll just meet you up there like seven 30 then mm-hmm. around there. And then he messaged me says, oh yeah, I just picked up Peter going to Josh's. I go, let me know when you leave with leave. Josh. Cause I'm <laughs> thinking you're going to have to wait there for like 15, 20 minutes while he does his hair or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I almost was like, I bet you 20 bucks. He's not going to be ready. Mm-hmm. I would have lost if I had put money down on that because he apparently was waiting for you. Waiting for me. So yeah, I, okay. We had storm. Okay, that's what I hear. I I I woke up. I was like, oh look, there was some rain last night. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I was surprised. Um, I saw there was a couple trees. Well, not trees down, but there's some rather hefty limbs uh, down from some trees in the neighborhood. But yeah, on the way out there, there was some trees out on the main, I guess road thirty one, whatever. Um. And I mean, oh, and there was, well, the power was out too. So there was a few more stops that happened. But then also it was me. It was getting, it was just getting out of the house. As soon as I was about to walk out the door, my niece is over and on the phone with mom, her mom. So my sister and she's like, oh, do you want to talk to mom, talk to mom for a minute? And I was like, okay. So then I started talking to my sister and all that stuff. So, I mean, by the time I got done with that, I had, I was surprised I still made it to Peter's house by like seven o'clock. So I was there for that. But then, yeah, by the time we got to Josh's, he was standing out in his garage door, just like, you know, hands on his hips, yeah. looking a little distraught and a little yeah, upset like an at you. Upset old man kind of thing. All you need to do is put him like in khaki shorts that go up to like his chest, a long polo shirt socks that goes up to his knees and you know some glasses and him just sit there scowling at you (laughs) i said i thought did he have khaki shorts on i I don't don't know you have pictures of him on bicycles from today not bicycles motorcycle okay okay bicycles with motors same thing you know what (laughs) fine (laughs) actually i don't have any oh yeah i do but you can't Never mind. I'm just going to leave that alone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, he was waiting on me. Of course, it was the one of the few times that happens. I know. And then you guys, and, like, I was honestly prepared, like, in my head. I was like, okay, he still has to pick up Josh. I have a little extra time. And he's like, oh, I already got Josh. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh crap. I, I got to go faster than I was planning on. And, yeah. you know, they actually beat me up from Racine to the Mexicana and got there just a few minutes before me, but yeah, yeah, it will. I was like, cause yeah, we, by the time I saw your message, I mean, we were probably already 10 minutes into the drive or so. Gotcha. So yeah, but yeah. even then I was still like, Oh, dang it. Oops. Josh, I was anticipating more time from you. <laughs> I was hoping that y'all let me, me down. Time. Yeah, exactly. But regardless of the fact, that's just, more random shenanigans happening and then i left them after breakfast and um i went and took a post barbacoa nap Mm -hmm. for a little bit and then they went and 
Uh, did some motorcycle shopping and some music store stopping and got some Starbucks and uh, yeah, what else? Yeah, did you do? got hey. some custard. Custard. You guys actually went to college. <laughs> we got a scoop. <laughs> oh my goodness! The flavor of the day was too good because. If you didn't fill up enough on barbacoa, let's add custard and Starbucks and everything else to it. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, I'm good for the day. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sounds like it. Definitely sounds like it. But the barbacoa enough is will put be oh, good for the day the just day. with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that 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 sounds like an entertaining day. I I enjoyed my nap. I put my post barbacoa nap. Yeah, but, I'll enjoy my nap here in a little bit. So. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> it sounds like you still got a busy day for the rest of the day. I do. Regardless of the fact, mm-hmm. that's not what we're going to be chatting about today. Although Aaron and his phrasing of things at times is a little suspicious Uh-oh. when he goes, would you like to see this? And I'm like, no, not the way you phrased it. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And I just, we're just going to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. So that way Aaron doesn't get targeted by someone and be like, we need to scan your phones. No, for no what it's you okay. Have. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> I know. It's all good. It's just the phrasing was I a know. little awkward. I, that's, what I, that's what I love doing most. <laughs> yep. Almost. I, I, I fully get it. I understand sometimes it's entertaining to do that, but there is a limit at which you do that phrasing and then you just go, you know what? I'm going to back off for a second. That's why it all depends on who you're with. You yeah, know, exactly. Do it with the people you trust. And then we'll, you find out otherwise, and then stop. And then you find out one of those people is an undercover fed, and you're arrested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, who knows? Uh, regardless of the fact, uh, again, that's not what we're chatting about. Aaron <laughs> makes it entertaining. could make just about anything entertaining in and of itself because, well, if you haven't met him in real life, he is Aaron. And mm, This is about as good as it gets. Aaron's in real life tend to be a little on the... Uh, weird side <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I tend to be on the i don't know how the heck do you get your voice that high pitched side <laughs> and why does <laughs> and why does your beard look like jack murphy's oh, side oh. you know what <laughs> you know what uh, it's funny is when you talk about the whole voice thing i i got asked that um at a wedding i was at last weekend by because I had a I had a speech. <laughs> Did it go better than Josh's much, speech? Much better. It was short and sweet. I don't even think it was more than three minutes, maybe five at most. Um, the people laughed a, a decent amount, so that made me feel better about it. But yeah, it was. <laughs> I was talking to some people I knew afterwards, and like how. How do you get your voice so high? And I was like, you know, I just get nervous, and then my voice just climbs way up there, and I, I it just happens. I don't know. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I just you you just need to get your beard a little bit straighter <laughs> See, on the yeah, sides, straight, and, and then yeah, I have the lovely uh, light sides there, the the white on the sides. Uh, yeah, uh, but you're close. You're close to Jack Murphy. Congratulations. As much as oh, you want me so, or not want to have that. Makes me so happy. <laughs> but uh, what we were talking about or what we will be talking about here is something that, I don't know, I had thought about it because I find this a very unusual phenomenon in the modern world. Hmm. You know, say that word five million times. Phenomena. Phenomena. Yeah, exactly. Phenomena. Say that. Over and over and over again. Eventually, you'll be like, just like I try saying things and I go, phenomenon. Yeah. Regardless, the thing that I was thinking about was why do we, the people that should love yourself the most, you know, because you always hear in school about self esteem, love yourself, be who you are, be the rainbow that you are. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. You know, you you know, we're we're always told to you know you you hear that in like elementary school from like the youngest of, of ages nowadays, where it's yeah. you know love yourself for who you are, da 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 da. But in, in reality, and often truth and unfortunateness, I guess you could say as well, 
We're also we're usually the ones that hate ourselves the most. We are our own biggest critics. Well, I mean, it goes beyond Which, just being critics at well, times. And, it, it goes into you know literally self loathing of our own self. <laughs> right. I guess that's it's. And in my mind, I'm just thinking when I, when I get critical about myself, it's easy to get into a uh, just very negative outlook on myself and it's very easy to from there dive deeper and get more upset about me myself and i and all this other stuff me myself and i yeah what Hmm. interesting that you say me myself and i yeah i mean there's all the different personalities that i have to deal with oh boy what's what's (laughs) what sort of personalities are inside aaron's head i don't know (laughs) that that's what i want to know because that could be an entertainment Thing just in and of itself <laughs> also concerning <laughs> well yes <laughs> also very concerning but no, i'm kidding i'm okay at least that that one person of me is okay <laughs> that one person oh man <laughs> you know i i i i, I laugh at that but at the know, same time that is a real thing that does happen real thing to yeah. people and people and really tough. do deal with uh associative identity uh, disorder that, what is yeah i'm trying to i was trying to think of what that was even called you know the well, the, the, the colloquial term is multi-personality disorder yeah. you know where it's which how does that even happen well in all honesty like how does that start or where does that come from some people where that comes from is from let's say they were abused as a child they saw something very traumatic yeah and what they will literally do is compartmentalize part of their personality into one area that and then that way they can handle that abuse in a way that's their own mind psychological defense to be able to handle that interesting that's why you know you'll have some people who maybe have been you know maybe they weren't abused themselves but maybe they viewed like their parents being abused you know like their mother being abused Mm. you know very traumatic situation right and that part of their personality will be locked in as like a little kid still Hmm. because you know that that's what they saw and that's how their brain it it, it damaged them so much it literally caused them to kind of split and compartmentalize uh various pieces of them or maybe you know it's someone who is engaged in an activity that they know they shouldn't be doing and they compartmentalize part of their personality just into that so for example you know, I'm just giving an example here, just mm-hmm. off the top of my head here. You know, someone who, you know, maybe wants to try to follow the Bible or, you know, they want to try to follow religious set of rules, you know, if they're not Christian, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But so they have this, you know, this, I guess you could say this personality, this image, this who they are, you know, Monday through, you know, Friday mm-hmm. and Saturday, they're somebody completely there's someone completely different wouldn't that just be a hypocrite (laughs) well it's it's a hypocrite right right yes but it also is a way they can compartmentalize off their personality so that's literally their different personality so they don't feel that guilt and then they go back to whatever it is sunday that's so so it's so strange to me yeah now unless you're actually dealing with it it's going to be hard to to understand be able to understand that yeah. And being able to compartmentalize, um, again, a lot of it comes with that whole abuse mentality, not a mentality, but thing that has happened to them where they, like I said, you know, maybe they were a kid, they got abused or they saw their parents get abused. Uh-huh. And that, that, that was their brain's self-defense in order to keep them, I guess you could say, as safe as possible from seeing all these traumatic things going on around them or going on to them. You know, if, you know, that was a defensive survival mechanism, I could see that very easily. And and that is the case for some people like this. Yeah. Other people, it could either, unfortunately, unfortunately, we have seen in the past where other people have faked it. Oh. And and we've also seen in the past where other things, the unknown triggers cause that to happen. Mm -hmm. It, It does happen, you know. Now, there's always debate like how, you know how 
many personalities in that, you know, and are they all real, blah, blah, blah. That is honestly going to have to be on a case by case basis with everyone involved. You know, mm-hmm. now obviously you have some st- people on TikTok trying to get like famous off of oh. it and they say, oh, one of their personalities is a cat. And you just sit there and go, really? You're trivializing someone's actual issues that they are having that may have been caused by trauma or abuse to get famous on a little app because, oh, everyone look at me. I'm a cat. Give me money. I'm just like, really? Okay. People are sick. So, but, but that's, you know, multi-personality disorder. That, that, that's a very extreme, I guess you could say response. Why we don't, I guess you could say like ourselves, you know, why why we hate ourselves. Oh, geez. Yeah. You know, like one of the things you said, you know, that critical self, um, deprecation thought you know mm-hmm. that that you're your own worst enemy essentially you're your own worst critic yeah that is part of it that yeah, can be part of it but it's generally but generally true when it comes to a lot of stuff well i, I guess i'm i guess more i guess i think of it more so yeah gosh and see i'm already doing it now dang nabbit let's say like being a musician okay well like if i ever like I write something on guitar and then I decide to get the guts to show a friend like, Hey, what do you think about this? And then play this elementary guitar thing that I play. And then like, they might like it, but then I'm already like saying, well, like the whole cool things. But then I was like, but I don't like this or there's something else that I don't like about what I'm doing. What can I do better? So it's like very easy for me to, already shoot down what somebody already might think is pretty cool, but I'm already saying, well, it's not that great though. Mm-hmm. It's not that good. Somebody can do it better. Let me ask you this question. Okay. Because what you're describing right now is, you, you know, you're being self-critical, right? Mm-hmm. Is there a difference between being self-critical and hating yourself? And at what point does it go from being, you know, because yeah, let's be honest here. I'll say there's a difference. Let, let's be honest. You know, uh, you know the famous mm-hmm. phrase "to be fair." <laughs> to be okay, fair. to be fair. There is a healthy relationship to be critical of yourself to an extent. Where, yeah, and what I mean by that is this: where you don't get up and you do something, and you think oh, I am the best at Dude. this that has ever existed, and no one will ever be better. That you know, being. When you get haughty and cocky about, yeah, your own. you know that that's this that's the opposite of this, where you don't take any self inventory and self criticize and be like, "Hey, you know what? I can do better on this by working mm-hmm. on this, 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 and this." Right. Instead, where you're you're just going, "Hey, yeah, I can do all this. Dude, I got this, man." Mm. Yeah, I remember when I first started drums, I thought, "Oh, like, psh, I'll have stuff down in like six weeks. I'll be, I'll be able to play it all." As mm-hmm. a silly little seven-year-old kid, um, but like so, yeah, it's and it's good to have dreams to do to be want to be good at what you're doing, right? Too. Yeah. Um. So as far as like just being, I guess, and one that's taking criticism well, especially if there's any given, mm-hmm. um, because that's uh, I don't know. It is funny how it's like that's always like one of the most frightening things i guess i'm sure it's for everybody because i obviously i know it's not just me because that would be ridiculous but it's like when you when you uh show somebody something that you've created or made or that you're have some or pretty decently proud about maybe i suppose i don't know Mm -hmm. as soon as you get that criticism it um it can be easy to let that just uh, really mess with your head, I suppose, to the point of where you just give up. I'm done. I can't. I'm not good enough for this. And let that kind of thought process get in your head. Where I guess what I try and always remind myself of is like everybody had to start somewhere. Everybody's not amazing at this task the first few times or it doesn't right. even have to be the first few. It can be many times. As it, long as there's that progression, it's like, you're doing good. Keep it up. 
but it's so easy to be like, oh, I suck. I can't do this. I'm not as good as this person. And why do I even bother trying anymore? And all that kind of stuff. And And, and that's healthy self-evaluation. Not what I was just saying, but the getting better thing. Right. The getting better thing is that it's that it's that healthy self-evaluation there that that's that's good and 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 you can be critical of yourself be like yeah now it obviously can easily tip over into the whole point of where it's bad where you're calling you're just sitting there going idiot 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 i'm an idiot yeah exactly yeah so i i think there's that balance there between Mm -hmm. between that because it, it we can you know we we can be we need to be realistic about what we're good at and what we're not good at but at the same time mm-hmm. we also mm-hmm. need to not be in such a point where we're always cutting ourselves down mm-hmm. because it is easy yep beyond easy to just literally go yeah you know what <clears throat> i suck at this it, it, and you know it was entertaining while reading some articles on this they're like hey you know what you should do if you if you're like going like oh i really suck at this or you know like in this case you know like your guitar music that you're like, mm-hmm. hey i came up with this cool thing they're like find a four-year-old that you know yeah now don't go up to a random four-year-old that's creepy <laughs> okay hey kid <laughs> you like this yeah d- just make sure you don't have candy in a van and you're okay <laughs> okay but anyways go up to like a four-year-old you know something like that you know that you know you know maybe one of your nieces or something like that mm-hmm. and go well i know and play and play it for them and be like what do you think kids are honest they are brutally honest sometimes yeah yeah there's that and they can also be fascinated by nothing so well i know (laughs) but but here's the thing no yes if if what you're playing them is truly horrible more likely the kid's gonna go i don't don't like that i don't like that that kind of sucks but if it's even marginally good even where in your own head you're thinking oh this sucks and i suck and I should just stop all my music and I should quit everything regarding this. The kid's going to go like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's neat. And uh, they're going to give you a little more honest review on that. And I, I found that that concept, that idea of finding like a four or five-year-old that you know, you know, that whole innocence of a child where they're still going to be brutally honest in, in regard. I found that kind of refreshing and kind of nice at the same time. I was like, right. That's interesting because that's a that's someone outside of you giving you feedback on something that you're doing, mm-hmm. and you can't manipulate that anyway. You can't go, well, they, the kid was just being nice because they're my, you know, niece or whatever. It's We're like family; they gotta tolerate me. It's like no, th- that's a four year old. They don't care if you're family or not. They're gonna tell you, you suck. <laughs> this was good or this was bad, and that's I mean, yeah. It is. It's great to have those friends that are not children that are honest with you about stuff like that yeah because I, I would say yeah i definitely have it a few and this is where oh man i could probably be better at doing this myself but especially when it comes to like music stuff but then i always think of music as like well mm, i mean i guess just art in general is a very individual kind of thing to where something might be good to me, you could say, but then, like, I don't know if I ask a friend, oh, what do you think? Well, and I, again, yeah, it depends on what they like. So if I go to one of my buddies that's a big country person, I play them this crazy, like, metal, heavy mm-hmm. riff, and they're like, what do you think of that? I'd be like, no. But then so I'd be like, you don't know what you're talking about. But uh, I, that's where, I guess, for me, it's tough with music and artsy sort of stuff to to some degree. Um, but I guess when it comes to that kind of stuff, if it's something I don't like, I was like, well, I might not like it, but somebody else might like it. (laughs) Right. It can be a tough one to really narrow down, but you can tell when somebody is good at something versus not so great at something. And that's where, I mean, you can hopefully just lead them in a direction and be like, Hey, maybe this will help you get better with it. But. Yeah, that's whatever. That's random mm-hmm. side stuff. But yeah, to have that brutal honesty as a kid, it's a for from a kid, it's it's good. 
that, that I do love how just how blatantly I'm honest they'll they'll be with you from time. Oh, I know, and it's entertaining. <laughs> it's great. It's no filter. It. Oh, and. <laughs> And and I that's why I said I, when I was reading that in some of the articles I was like that is that is an interesting concept and idea to yeah. do that especially because it allows you to just get a completely different point of view you know oh absolutely because they well maybe nowadays not so much true but like in the past let's say you know a four year old they're they're not necessarily going to have a favorite style of music. In the past, maybe now they might nowadays, especially with whatever's on Fortnite, especially with an uncle like Aaron over here. Oh gosh, that's funny because they'll they, uh, what there was times where they're like, Yeah, like they enjoyed the metal and then they just started making fun of it. And all they like to listen to is this stupid Fortnite raps and or not raps about Fortnite, but the songs that are on Fortnite, or whatever. They like to like, listen to the Fortnite soundtrack basically and i'm just like what i find it funny that they're now making fun of your metal (laughs) even your older nephew (sighs) yeah (laughs) stupid (laughs) oh that is that is entertainment to my soul right there (laughs) it's uh, the biggest thing is which i understand is mostly it's the screaming and whatever and okay but then when what do you have to say when it comes to your silly mumble rappy stuff and uh, it just makes me angry i think you're gonna go on world tour with that just now yeah (laughs) i don't even know what i just said it can be mean whatever it means to you and it means whatever it means to me and now aaron's canceled dang it (laughs) (laughs) all right so let me ask this to you aaron yeah, because I want to know if you know this. I want uh, uh, probably don't. I know this. This is kind of mean because it's kind of putting you Great. on the spot and and seeing how your emotional intelligence is <laughs> bad. <laughs> <laughs> when does it? What are I guess not? When does it? What are some signs that that kind of self criticism has gone from just you know being a healthy self criticism, healthy you know correctional utility. When it's gone from that to an unhealthy self hatred, what are what are some like signs, signs of, of that? that? Yeah. When you well, I guess an easy one is when you stop taking care of yourself. Okay. Well, th- that that yourself go. That's an external sign. Maybe maybe. Yeah. What are some internal signs? Like what are some? Well, I guess doesn't because wouldn't the internal eventually kind of show up on the external? But that's also probably when it's getting pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are some maybe some earlier indicators? Like, what are some things? I mean, negative comments. Negative. If comments? you hear if the um about oneself. Okay. Um. So let me give you an example. Then. Yeah. Like. Yeah. All or nothing thinking. All so what the, what this means is that either you know based on what you your current emotional state is or whatever is happening right now you know going on with you right now right. Mm-hmm. Either your life is all good or your life is all bad. There's no, hey, these things are good going on. These things are bad going on. You know, not not optimal. It's either you're, you're kind of flipping bef- between the two. Like, oh, I'm having a barbecue burrito. Life is great. My entire life is great. <laughs> and then you flip over to, I don't know, so Josh is running late. All life just sucks. I hate life. I don't want you know, the, you know. It, so that's it's, like a sign of being overly critical. That that that's when it's moved or, from that, you know, the healthy like, hey, you know what? I'm not as good as this as I think I am. I should work on it more. Mm-hmm. To I hate myself. This just sucks. Life can't yeah. get any worse than this. Yeah, you know, or mm. you know, you're playing an inst. You know, another example. Of this right, you know. Your your life is going well, and then you're playing an instrument of any sort, drum, guitar, bass, whatever. Oh. You hit a sour note. Oh, you stupid idiot. How could yeah. you do that? Your life is just, <laughs> ah. Dude, oh, man. Oh. Mm. What? Yeah. Man, I'm just thinking of all the, back in the day when I actually used to practice drums a lot, and the amount of times I had to throw my sticks and just got so angry and gave up. From for a while, yeah, but there's a lot of times. But you did that, right? But it it didn't mean that your entire life was sucking at that time. 
It depends. It, it, it was. Oh, it depended, huh? Yeah. Some Sometimes it wasn't that bad. And like I would. Well, that was more. Mm, I don't know. There was, there was definitely a couple of times where it's just like, you know what? I can't do this. I don't want to have anything to do with anything. This is stupid. Life's stupid. <laughs> but that's just when I was being very dumb and dramatic. Yeah. And you're, you know, frustrated. Yeah. You know, and that does happen once in a while. I, I, I'm yeah, talking it's where it's inevitable, where it's like everything is either good or bad. There's no like yeah. in between, you know? Yeah. You know, another indication that maybe it's gone too far is when you it, literally your entire day gets ruined. Like you're having the best day of your life, you know? And then one thing just sets it off. And you one. only focus on that one negative thing. You might have just won the lottery this morning, but you just stubbed your toe. And therefore, your entire life is ruined now because you just stubbed your toe. Regardless of the fact that you just won the lottery. The lottery this morning. And obviously, that's an extreme that example. Very, right. Yeah. But if anybody was that upset about a stubbed toe versus winning the lottery, you got some problems. But that is an indication that you're being way overcritical on yourself in, mm. in thinking about these things. Maybe a little too much. You're, you're not exactly right. allowing yourself to love yourself in a way. You know, you're being very negative. You're being very critical. You're hating yourself. Um, you know, another thing that they say that 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 is we're indicating that's going too far is what they call emotional reasoning. Hmm. Do you have any idea what that is? Uh, it's just I'm. I don't know why this is the first thing that comes to my head, but it's like you're just reacting to a situation based on how you're feeling in the moment. Okay. And then, and then you, I mean, depending on how you react is based on what you're feeling emotionally. And that's what your reason is for doing what you did. Okay. I, I could see where you'd come with that. Mm-hmm. You're pretty close. Dang. I'm kind of surprised. All right. What is it? <laughs> so what it is, is where you take your feelings as facts. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. That, if definitely. you, if for whatever reason, you know, you feel you're feeling bad or you're feeling like a failure, you know, because maybe you just screwed up on an instrument solo. You know? Right. All of a sudden now that feeling is now a fact. You are a failure. I suck. And it, it you're not able to separate the fact from that. This is an emotion. This is a, a reaction to what just happened. Yeah. Okay. You screwed up, you know, whereas if you're working kind of in that healthy area, you can go, yeah, I just screwed something up. That sucks. Let's continue on. <laughs> right. You know, I am not a failure just because that happened. It's where you just, yeah, yeah. You make the one mistake and then you just toss in the towel and call it quits. That's it. Yep. Never going to get better from that. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool. That, that, that makes a lot more sense. Because uh, I feel like there's definitely a lot of people that just react of how they're feeling. And react to, well, obviously everybody reacts to situations for the most part based on how they're feeling. Yep. I feel like that's a pretty common thing, which isn't necessarily the best thing, but it happens. Yeah. We're humans. (laughs) So other symptoms, you know, that it's gone a little too far, right? You're always seeking approval from others. You know, you can't be like, oh yeah, you know what? I did this great and I did fine on this. You have to be like. Did I do fine on this? Okay. You always have to have someone else. How do you think I did? Yeah, How do exactly. You think I did on this? Hmm. And then depending on that approval or disapproval, like again, you go to the four-year-old, right? You know, depending on what their reaction is, you then make that your self-worth. If the four-year-old huh. says, that's awesome, you're like, yes, I'm awesome. <laughs> if the four-year-old goes, that hmm. sucks, you go, I suck. You know. That's th- interesting. Yeah. I guess I like how you're, kind of oh, well i don't know why but like i'm thinking of it as you both sides of the spectrum where you can either be way too positive about it where i guess where that gets into the whole like full yourself kind of thoughts or whatever or the very opposite of it right with that that's hmm i was just going to this first thinking about how much i just hate myself <sighs> So other things that, mm. you know, they say, you know, can't accept a compliment. You're like, oh no, they're just, <laughs> they're just being nice about that. They're just being nice. <laughs> Right. Why did you laugh like oh, that? There's, there's definitely times where I feel like that's me at 
depending on yeah. what I'm doing. I, and I think we all are. We yeah. all have that at times. Yeah. And here's the difference. It's, is it a majority of the time or is it right. just a once in a while thing? Because, you know, we're all going to be guilty of some of these things once in a while. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're all of a sudden like, hey, I need to go see a psychologist. Well, like, <laughs> it's always good to go see help. a therapist. I will. I would encourage anyone to do that mm-hmm. uh, regardless because you'll find some stuff in there that you didn't think was going to be a part of that. And then you go, mm. oh, and now we're delving into this. Okay, I didn't realize we were going to do this. And you, yeah. you'll be, you'll go and be like, ah, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. And you'll, uh, there's ten se- so much wrong 10 with sessions me. later, you'll be like, oh, I'm such a screw <laughs> up. <laughs> Look what I've done. Yeah. But it, you know, you know, this one I see in you though. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm scared to hear this one. And this one, I'm not saying it, it, it you hate yourself. Okay. Uh-huh. I just find it funny that this is on the list. You're just, you're just being nice. That's all it is. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> oh, oh uh, okay. <laughs> I just find it funny that's on the list. Fearful of positive connections. You may push away friends or potential partners out of fear when someone gets too close and believe they'll end badly or you will end up alone. <laughs> what the heck, man? <laughs> So, <laughs> I love the squirming reaction. That's just I, I don't I don't That's and I funny. and I can be wrong. Okay, right. but from my observation, I don't mm-hmm. think you know it's because you hate yourself. But I just find it funny that that's just how you are. How, how I just act. Yep, that's the millennial in you. Oh, great! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, something had to stick with me that was millennial. I yep. guess. Uh, hard on yourself you know you make a mistake yeah. you have a very hard time forgiving yourself hmm. this one's me this one i will cynical viewpoint <laughs> i can be very cynical at times <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's just mm. I, I i i will admit that for you. <laughs> i i have a very cynical very sarcastic viewpoint mm. and Things can be oh so bright and sunny outside, and I'll see the one little dark speck, and I'll go up. Oh, there goes life. <laughs> <laughs> it's all downhill from here. And, and I and I have to be very careful of that uh, on my own part, and I have mm. to monitor that, and I have to catch myself when that happens, and I have to literally there will be times when I'll I'll catch myself doing that. I'll I'll have to say in my own head, Paul, it's okay. Life is okay. <laughs> Right. Something bad happened. That doesn't define your entire life existence right now. <laughs> and I'll have to just pull back, stop myself, and walk myself through it. There, there are certain situations where I have to walk my own brain through these things because mm-hmm. otherwise I will get stuck in them so hard. And it's so easy to go back right to that self-spiraling inner circle of darkness that I call it. Huh. And I have to stop myself from getting on that slide because once you're on that slide, it's hard to get it's, off. Yeah. And so it's like, <laughs> do not want to do that. Climbing up a slide is rather difficult. Yeah. Well, it can be at least. Well, depending. More often I, I, than I, not. I don't think you, I, th- I think you're too young to remember this. Um, I don't know when you're younger, if your mom would take you to parks and all that all the time with like swing sets and slides and all that. I remember going and we had like this huge, big, wide slide. Mm-hmm. The big we, metal, like a big metal one? Big metal slide. And during the middle of summer in North Carolina, it would get toasty. And, oh, it, would, and it just like burns. And it would feel like you're being cooked as alive <laughs> as you slide down. We had, yeah, we had, we had a slide like that um, at my old like elementary school. I, dang all the times i go by that i wonder if i don't even look to see if it's there anymore but yeah it was just this giant like shiny like chrome looking yeah. wide slide and yeah on a hot day as soon as you put your hand on this like, <laughs> it's it, your hand just got burnt like nowadays i would love to go by and be like crack a couple eggs on and be like can i cook <laughs> the eggs on it <laughs> be like and i went down this as a kid oh boy uh, huh, huh, huh. yep it's funny to see like some of the things that we you know you do as kids and it's like wow i can't believe i actually did that and i'm still here right now yep 
Yeah, I know. And I'm, we're not going to talk about like what are, what are some of the causes, you know, of but well, I shouldn't say in depth over some of the causes of some of these things, you know, mm. you know, some of the things, you know, that you are kind of common, right? You know, mm-hmm. mental health condition that can definitely cause that real easily, you know, or it could be just like this. You're talking like the whole self hatred, yeah, self hatred thing, you know, uh, negative childhood experiences, you know, mm-hmm. where you know, where you growing up in an abusive relationship, you know, where your parents. You know, something happened there. Um, neglect, being over-controlled, being criticized all the time. You know. Over-controlled. Hmm. Yeah. You know, helicopter parents. Mm. Yep. Mm. Uh, body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, like, if I'm being honest, like, some of those, yeah. you know, for me came I'm not saying abuse or neglect or anything like that, you know, yeah. but came from, you know, some of my childhood experiences, you know, for me, you know, example, like anytime I did something good, it, it was always, now don't be cocky about it. Right. You have to be humble about it. And I'm like, but I just did something good. Can I celebrate, you know? I so always being, oh, I was always being criticized externally and I'd learned to internalize that criticism mm-hmm. to the extreme. Not good. You know, bullying, mm-hmm. you know, that could also happen when, you know, especially oh, with yeah. kids, uh, traumatic events, you know, Hey, losing your dad at 14 while holding his hand, mm-hmm. that's a traumatic event that alters your brain quite a bit. Um, you know, yeah. other stuff like that, you know, it's like, yeah, there's a bunch of things that happens that could cause it. So it's not necessarily something that's just like, Hey, look. Here's a simple solution on how this happens. Now here's how to fix it. It's uh it could be anything. And it right. could come at any stage of life too. You yeah. Know? And obviously it, it's gonna seem a little more common in teenagers because teenagers seem to be a little more emo regardless. Of the <laughs> yeah, fact. right. Got a lot more to uh process. Well, yeah, they always to a point. It's, well, yeah. And that's like one funny thing. And I feel kind of bad knowing that, especially like I've done it, but I mean, at the same time, it's true. But you know, when you're growing up and especially with the teenage, when they're in there, well, just, uh, you know, I guess kids throughout until like through until and through, I guess their teenage years was that whatever the develop developmental years are. I'm just trying to think of, you know, when they, when they're expressing things that are, oh, they're super difficult for them and all this other stuff. And then you have the people that are older and stuff like that. Tom was like, oh, you, you don't know anything yet. And they just kind of like belittle mm-hmm. what's going on in their life for where they're at in the moment. I can see that being kind of bad to do because it's like, yes, you've already been there, been done through that. And you, you know, you've experienced a lot more in life that has been much more difficult on a scale of comparing it from what you dealt with as a kid. But to the kid, that's all they know yet. So when you're just like, oh, you don't know anything yet. Like, they ain't bad. It's kind of like, hmm. I could see that. And because granted, yes, it's true. But then there's probably <laughs> better ways you can go about. <laughs> uh, I guess you could say comforting a child or kid or whatever. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I can, I can see how that would be very... Uh, Potentially damaging. And well, that would just, I mean, I would imagine that would cause a kid to become very jaded. I guess unforgiving. Well, not, not, I wouldn't say unforgiving, but, uh, what, what, what's un, well, they have no sympathy for other people then at some point. Cause, you know, they're always told, oh, just wait until you get older and wait till real problems start to happen and all this other stuff. It's like, that make me sad. Mm hmm. But the thing is, I know I've been guilty of doing that, <laughs> especially to the nephews. It's just like, uh, like, oh, this is so difficult. I'm like, you don't know difficult yet. Oh, I know. I don't know difficult yet. I, Shoot. I know. So, okay. So, so uh, as, yeah. as we're getting closer to, you know, the end here, wrapping this mm-hmm. up here. Oh, maybe sure. what are some things? Okay. Let me ask this from your perspective. Uh, we're going to ask Aaron's perspective on this first. Do I hate about myself? And no, no. Oh, okay. That's that's up to you. That's that's your okay. secret, okay? <laughs> that that's stuff you have to work on, okay? Oh, I know. I, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but no, what what I was going to ask is what are 
because we've all experienced this to some extent, hopefully not to the ultimate extreme where it leads to depression and other things, you know, mm-hmm. but we've all ex- experienced it to some extent, this idea of self loathing, self hatred, self emo being <laughs> emoing. <laughs> yes. Um, what are some tools or methods that you, Mr. Johnson, have utilized in the past to combat some of this? Uh, man, there's a lot of things. Okay. Um, which I would say music, but then that could also be a very easy one to do the opposite of helping. Um, okay. Because in that moment, I can choose to either listen to something that's going to build me up. Or I can listen to something that's just going to make me feel worse. <laughs> so uh, with that being said, I mean, going to music probably isn't always the best or hasn't been the best because it's easy. For, well, I mean, when I'm ever in that kind of mindset or whatever, I'm not going to want to listen to something that's going to be encouraging or uplifting mm-hmm. to some point. It's going to be like, eh, I'll try and listen to it and be like, nah, this is stupid. And then just go to whatever else I want to listen to. So I would say probably more so some of the biggest things is one talking to a friend. Okay. And I, well, and then but then you can always have the people that they don't take one compliments or and that's always like the tricky thing because like when you're in such a negative mindset, your friends can say something nice or uplifting, encouraging, whatever to you. Mm -hmm. And you can also just be super dismissive of it and just shrug it off. But you know, I guess in the, but to the same extent, when you hear something repeated time and time again, especially that's encouraging or uplifting, it's like, Oh, maybe I'm just being stupid about this. Right. (laughs) You know, and on that note there, right. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've said this statement to someone else recently as well, uh, because I know that they were going through something Mm -hmm. and I, I know what, I knew what their self thought cycle was and their self cycle thought was that they were a failure about Mm -hmm. something specific. And I went up to them and I said, I know you think this, but you're not a failure. Mm -hmm. And I said, and I also know me saying this once is not a cure-all, is not a fix-all, is not going to make you go, oh, someone said it, I am not a failure. Uh-huh. I said, what I'm trying to do here is pump the brakes a little bit on that negative self-cycle. Mm-hmm. It might do it just a little bit, just a little, to allow you enough time to rally in other ways you know and i was like i know this isn't going to be a a quick like you were saying you know a quick fix it takes that Mm -hmm. repetition over and over yeah and that is true yeah um so yeah i just wanted to emphasize that a little bit that yeah you you're right there it's not going to be a simple hey hey, everything's fixed because someone came along and said it but it's one of those things of like music that you get better with repetition your mental health also changes with repetition, both internally and externally. Mm. All right. Uh-huh. What other uh, tools have you used then? With this one, it probably won't come to a shock, at least to you. Um, obviously, spending time in, well, you, yes, in, in the, the Bible. The good old Bible, mm-hmm. but more so, it's I guess also like being having, including in that prayer and just spending time with God and whatnot. Um, which man, yeah, that's probably definitely one of the biggest. And the reason I, I guess, I <laughs> don't like bringing it up in this manner, I don't know why, but uh, is I always, always hear, you know, people always go, well, not always, but will tend to go to God during tough times and stuff like that. But then as soon as everything's good, it's like, man, drop it. I'm, you know, 
I'm doing fine. I'm good on my own right now. Mm-hmm. I always n- never wanted to think of myself as one of those, one of those people. Cause it's like, I hate the thought of thinking that, Oh, I only just go to God during hard times. Like I like whenever, well, I shouldn't again. This so one, there's definitely times when things are going great where I'm just like super thankful. Like, Woo! thank you, Lord, <laughs> you know, kind yep. of thing. But it's, to look back on it, it's like, man, you probably you do that a lot more than you realize you do. Where it's just like, as soon as things get tough, you'd be like, oh, I, what's going on? Help me. And I just, I guess I realize how, like, to a point, like, selfish I can be. And always just like, help, 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 gimme, 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 gimme to God kind of thing. Where I just focus on, what can what can I ask for of him to help me with something? Hmm. And I've, I've come to realize like that you do that probably quite a bit, don't you there, bud? I'm like, huh. <laughs> I think a lot of us are and, guilty of that. You, yeah. And, and, and unfortunately, I hate to say it, especially in like America and stuff like that, it, especially with how even... For those that don't have it good in our eyes as Americans here in the country, mm-hmm. there's still, it's still much better compared to other places. And then yet you still have people that are super grateful and thankful and much more, I guess, str- well, strong in their faith and relationship with Christ and God than we silly Americans can be. Um, we got it easy in America. It's way too easy. So easy. Um, so no, yeah, I guess, yeah, with, with my like faith and stuff like that and this uh, spiritual aspect of things, it's going to the Bible, spending time with God. And it's also having those friends that, you know, obviously share the same values and beliefs and stuff like that, that are the closest most knit group of friends, I suppose. Gosh, other than that, I mean, I don't know. I mean, games can be a thing from time to time. Yeah, but the games are in games like music can be good and bad. <laughs> yeah, they can be good and bad, but they can also be temporary band aids. Right, not, not, right. It's just a distraction. It's from, a distraction. It's not yeah. a how do you resolve this mm-hmm. issue? You know. And I guess, yeah, no, I think it's, again, yeah, it's really, in which it's hard to do, but it's where you slow down, try and (laughs) think about what's going on instead of just, I guess, just reacting quickly to everything based off your emotions. It's sit back, take it all in. Then when I, I, I feel like I can say, this rather often but it's it's being honest mm-hmm. and then again it that's the thing where if, if it's hard for you to take that step back and try and look at everything that's where it's best to have a friend to talk with you through it that can kind of help guide you through some mental <laughs> processes and just thoughts and truths and stuff like that. Cause yeah, it is so easy to just rip yourself apart when you're in a bad mindset. Yeah. And especially if you, if you start down that path of really kind of hating yourself being more than just a critic, mm-hmm. it really becomes easy for you to mm-hmm. really just tear yourself apart so easily. Yeah. Oh Yeah. So, I, okay, there's, yeah, I'm sure, and I, you know, there's probably plenty more things to do. Like, I, <laughs> as much as I'd like to be able to do it and be uh, consistent and disciplined enough to do it, I know things that I guess I've been told that can kind of help with stuff is just being uh, healthy. Which there's healthy in many things. Well, there can be yeah, mentally. And, but I guess I'm thinking at the moment is physically 
Okay. And taking care of yourself in that manner. Because, man, it's easy to let yourself go in that way. Where it's just like, do nothing. Indulge yourself in all the goodies. And then just watch your health just going, (laughs) plummeting down. Getting worse and worse and worse. And then you're huffing and puffing while you're trying to walk up the stairs. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that at that spot with myself. But <laughs> well, that's. Good. I mean, eventually that could be where it gets to when I get older. And it's like, oh, nah, I really got to start doing stuff now. Yeah. But and that's where it's. I think for me, that's one thing that like whenever I try and start something, whether it be a diet or I or exercise, will both both good to do be <laughs> do well. Um, as soon as that starts to decline and I get away from it, it's so quick to be like, ah, just, you can't do it. You're no good with this. And then, yeah, that's, there's that negative self-talk. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Being taking care of yourself physically can be a helper with that too. Um. Man, just sleep, getting good amounts of sleep. Sleep is so important. Yeah, uh, for wow. and for any mental health issue. Yes, um, but e- including this, uh, well, not even just sleep, rest. Right, that too. Utilizing the magic word no. What? Just kidding. I can use that. I've used it a couple times. All right. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> I, 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 I almost. Fell on my chair in shock when Aaron said he actually said no to some people on some things. So I was like, "Wait, what? You're joking? <laughs> You're lying yep. to me." But rest, no. but rest, uh, sleep, mm-hmm. real good things. Anything else that you utilize? Uh, not, uh, not that I can really think of off the top of my head at the moment. Okay. Those were the those have been the uh, biggest ones, and, and most of those are ones I've used as well personally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, from, and, and I'm using, you know, various sites, you know, resources and that, you know, as well as things that I learned in therapy. First off therapy. That's a great one. That's a great mm. resource. If, if you're mm-hmm. dealing with that self-hatred therapy, great. Even if you're not go to therapy, just go <laughs> just most insurance plans will cover it. So you can, so you can go and, you know, you might have a small copay or a small deductible, but you can go and you can talk with a therapist that you trust for, you know, half hour or whatever. And at a time, and that might be like a biweekly or a monthly thing or whatever, whatever you need between you and your therapist and set that up and have someone that can be completely objective because they're outside of your social circles. They're outside of your normal everyday things and they can provide an objective framework to whatever's going on that you want to discuss with them and talk about and work on. Mm. And it's great because they can be brutally honest with you. And it's like, oh yeah, I'm paying them. So why would they want to be mean on purpose? It's like, <laughs> they, they want me to come back. They want, so, right. and sometimes we need that brutal honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, things that, you, you know, some things from the side, some things that my, my therapist even recommend, you know, journal. I know me and you have talked about that before, journaling. Mm -hmm. Um, Specifically, looking at it from a perspective of that, how is your emotional state changing over time in this regard? You know, are you always kind of in this negative foul mood? Are you kind of like every day is a little bit different? You know, you can kind of notice trends on things when you journal and you can look back and you can be like, Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. I was a little bit of a sassy McSassy (laughs) back then, (laughs) you know, Uh but it also helps you figure out by doing that in journaling. It helps you kind of sort through your own mind and your own thoughts a little bit, but it also helps you maybe find a a history. Like, are you always going to be, you know, real down on yourself, real self-hatred on yourself and that, are you always going to have that maybe when a certain relatives in town, you know, or something right. like that it's like, Oh, okay. Well, when my uncle comes around, that always causes a trigger. Okay. Now I know he's coming. I need to take precautions to do this. 
you know, maybe there was some yeah. conflict in the family in the past, something, who knows, whatever it is, right? Um, another thing, and this one I learned from um, when I was an inpatient, is when you have that own, like, uh, self-critic thing, like, you're an idiot, you, you're, you're a loser, you're failing at this, and it might be something stupid, simple that I messed up on, you know, and that starts me down that path of, you know, just being that's more than the self-critic, the self-hatred, like mm. you, it's like just doing that. And this sounds weird. You have to talk back to yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like I said before, you know, I've had to tell, you know, walk myself off the kind of like that ledge mm-hmm. of saying, Hey Paul, you know what? You screwed up on this. That's fine. You're going to get through it. It was an accident. Things happen. No one got injured. No one got hurt. We will continue moving forward and life will be, we'll move on from here. Mm-hmm. You know, even though you made this mistake and you sometimes have to talk back to yourself in that regard and get over the fact of what it is. And that takes time. That takes practice. And it's a little weird having a three-way conversation with yourself in your head. Right. Because <laughs> you have your, nor- well, at least for me, I have my normal talking voice over here, my negative voice, and then my positive voice that has to talk back against the negative voice. It's like, oh, great. <laughs> Am I having a split personality now too? Right. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm not, but, and I'm not trying to make light of the fact of that, that for people real. that, yeah. that yeah. have that issue. But at the same time, it's like, like really i have three different conversations going on in my head great Mm -hmm. wonderful 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 (laughs) so so much fun yeah one of the ones that i I, i'd liked on your list that you had spend time with people who are gonna be positive who are gonna lift you up Mm -hmm. who are gonna help you on things that that's a great thing to do in there as well um other things you can do is what they call practice self-compassion Right. Mm. So in our words, instead of looking back at your day and only focusing on the negative things, what, like what could happen today? You look back in the things and be like, what could, yeah, exactly. What good was happening there? And what that does is it, it allows you to look at the day holistically. Mm-hmm. It allows you to look back on everything that did happen and not just see those negative, bad things. Because if you only remember and see those negative bad things, that's the only thing that's going to happen. <laughs> that's yeah. the, and that's the only thing you're going to focus on. You know, yeah. our things I recommend, like you said, take care of yourself, get sleep, get rest, do those things. And it's like, all right, cool. You know, and these are some very, those are very, some very simple things, but I think a lot of it stems from also see a therapist, <laughs> you know, you know, talk yeah. to someone that you can trust and, and do that and get better because the, the outcome of not dealing with that, right. You know, the, when I say the outcome of not dealing with, you know, your self-hatred, just like any other mental health disease, you know, you might start engaging in self-destructive behaviors. You might stop trying to do things at all. You might stop trying to do things you like, new things. Um, you might, just out of, I guess, negative habit, kind of drop your friend base and then choose a new friend base that is kind of toxic. Yeah. You know, it kind of makes you hinder yourself from, I guess, moving forward. Right. You, you doubt what you can accomplish. Mm -hmm. Which then, yeah, it just ends up being some, well, yeah, I guess downward, downward spiral and, doesn't go anywhere good yep so and you know and then you may feel though you don't belong anywhere mm-hmm. which then can lead to more things going wrong depression mm-hmm. suicidal tendencies and that all that so can get destructive quick yeah so you know when people say i hate myself you know a lot of the time we're we're talking about something stupid we might have just done and we're you know kicking ourselves real lightly about it but sometimes <laughs> for some people it really is a, a very destructive, a very bad thing for them. Mm-hmm. Where they, they literally mean it. <laughs> exactly. It's not just, yeah. It's like you said, oh, I just, I, I messed up. I did something dumb. Yep. No. Yeah. And so be careful of that for yourself and for others that you know. And obviously 
if you think it's something that's very serious, you know, more than just, you know, negative self-talking, like where you're, you're afraid that someone's going to hurt themselves. Um, you, so you are where you can always call 911, right? You know, mm-hmm. get help and all that. Now there is a new national number as well. Just FYI. I, are you aware of this, Mr. Johnson? Okay. 988 is the new nationwide number for the national suicide prevention lifeline. So you, before you had it down, you know, 1-800, blah, 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 blah. Now you literally just have to dial 988 from any phone. Wow. That's cool. Um, they made some changes recently, like in Southeast Wisconsin, you know, before you could dial a number that was in the 262 or 414 area code and not have to append the area code and call them and mm-hmm. it would route to them. But because of this change, now you actually have to append the area code. Because hmm. this might have been before you were old enough to recognize what was going on. You were born. Yeah. But all of Southeast Wisconsin used to be 414. 262 wasn't an area code. It was a relatively new area code. Like, oh. like 99, 2000. Like my mom's landline used to be a 414 number. Whoa. And it got changed to a 262 number because of where she's at. That's why they made some changes in that. And that's why they now have a 988 number nationwide. So if you do know someone who's maybe a little bit more than, you know, the self-negative hatred thinking thing and where you're like, oh, they, they might do something. 988. Mm. Short, simple, sweet, and then get you right to the people that you need and get you the help that you need. So that's good to know. As we wrap up here, any more comments, thoughts, or Johnsonese, Aaronese things <laughs> in the world that he, wisdom you want to impart on us? Get help. <laughs> is that your? Is that you, it? Well, I mean, if if you need it, get but, help well, if you need. I guess it. don't be. Shouldn't say just don't be afraid to ask for it. <laughs> All right, because everybody needs help along the way at some point so especially if your name is aaron